Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Now today, as you've uh, all been reporting and you've heard from us already, we are taking another important step in bringing the president's historic Infl- Infl- Inflation Reduction Act to life for the American people. This morning, Medicare announced the first 10 drugs selected for price negotiation for the first time ever, which will reduce health care costs for American families and lower the deficit as well. We'll see, Corinne Jean-Pierre. We'll see if, if, if it works. Uh, we heard you say we're going to be uh, in Ukraine for as long as, as it takes. We will see how this plays out. Wanting us to trust that, um, that, that you can actually bring down the cost of anything uh, is, is a tall order. Wanting us to trust the Inflation Reduction Act, which has nothing to do with inflation. You've admitted, the uh, Joe Biden has admitted, he even says he would have named it something else. Everybody admitted that it was a lie. It was never about inflation. It was indeed uh, about uh, putting a Green New-esque deal into, into uh, existence and putting billions of dollars behind it. And then you bring us uh, near a Tandon who she was uh, one of the people who got turned down uh, being nominated to run uh, OBM, Office of Management and Budget. But when Joe Manchin said, I am not going to vote for her, you took her out of the running, and she's now one of your senior advisors, because you've never met a leftist, Joe Biden, that you are not going to support. And this is going to be your advisor on how to negotiate with drug companies. You're not negotiating, you're forcing. And there should be concern. I I mean, I'm curious to see how it plays out, because why not? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. That's the number. That's how you get to be a part of the show. Feel free. Call in. We'd love to talk to you. If you tell the drug companies you can only charge X and they don't feel they can make money from X, do they keep making the drug? Isn't this the conversation? The, The opposition to profit means an opposition to innovation and certainly an opposition to choices because if there is no profit motive what is the point now i think that anybody who deals with a, a healthcare system for any uh, length of of time uh, understands and accepts that there there are costs and some of these costs are 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 Radical and ridiculous. I don't think you'll get disagreement with people when they take a look at something and the price of something. They're like, what in the heck is, what is this? Every time we're like, well, the bill was originally $3,000, but after insurance, it's only 24 bucks. 
The whole thing doesn't make any sense. It signals that the $3,000 price was, of course, a ridiculous price, a price that's put up there because they know there's going to be negotiations with insurance companies, and therefore, you just put in anything so you end up with something, and that's going to work. You know that I actually oppose the very concepts. Oh, I do not know why we don't pay cash for our medical like we do for our mechanical. Yes, I know they sell insurance for your car, but in the main, you pay for your new brakes. Why is it different when you need a knee replacement? The cost is is that much more expensive, so therefore you have to you have to have what? A false economy in the middle? I'm sorry, that, do, that, that doesn't seem to work. You need to have somebody negotiating on your side? Why can't you negotiate on your side? Why, can't, why, why are you incapable of this? Why did we set up a system that tells people they can't? Why did we make a system so difficult that it cannot be navigated? And if those two things are true, that it is difficult and it is nearly unnavigable, how do I expect the Biden team to negotiate better prices and it won't have a deleterious effect on you, me, and we? How does that work? It seems to me like we're going to end up with less of the drugs that we may need. That's my concern. They all want to tell you about how the negotiations will pave the way for Americans to get life-saving drugs at lower costs. This is Javier Becerra, a man who knows nothing about the medical world. I at least have watched three episodes of St. Elsewhere. I could talk about these things. For far too long, pharmaceutical companies have made record profits while American families were saddled with record prices and unable to afford life-saving prescription drugs. It's a statement like this that proves what a fool Javier Becerra is. So you're admitting that these drug companies have created prescriptions, have created drugs that save lives, and now you're saying to them, how dare you? Why didn't you give that to us for free? If they had to give it to you for free, they never would have come up with the life-saving drug. This is exactly my point. It is not that I think uh, that prices are just fine. Some of these prices are indeed nuts. It's that the government involvement does not leave me in a place um, to uh, does not leave me feeling good. The Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, it's an industry trade group, quote, giving a single government agency the power to arbitrarily set the price of medicines with little accountability, oversight, or input from patients and their doctors will have significant negative consequences long after this administration is gone. This is my concern. And I, if I were you, I would be concerned as well. Trusting the administration? Yeah, we're going to stick it to pharmaceutical companies. We're going to stick it to big pharma. Huh. 
okay, uh, I, I, I still want access to the drugs. That's my worry. Trust, trust Joe Biden. Trust this administration? Absolutely not. These are the same people who think it's okay to take your beer. Beer. It was this administration that decided that somehow, in some ridiculous way, there should be some kind of new rule, a recommendation that Americans should drink two beers a week. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. That is correct. Because when it comes to Americans and drinking beer... I can do this all day. All day, son. That is, that is correct. That is accurate. There, did you know there's an alcohol czar? We have an alcohol czar in the United States. I have no idea what um, what they get paid. The Daily Mail did an interview with George Koob, K-O-O-B. Uh, he is with he is the director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, and they have taken a look at the Canadian guidelines. Canada. Look at this photograph. And what the hell is on Joey's head? The hell is on Joey's They recommend only having two drinks per week. And now they are looking at possibly resetting the recommendations to Americans by 2025. Cringe on Pierre. She doesn't understand where this is coming from. Does President Biden want to limit Americans to two beers a week? I, I, where is this coming from? It's maybe coming. I did. Maybe I didn't miss you so much. Where is this, where is this coming from? Uh, 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 all right. Well, uh, Dr. George Koob, who is the uh, director of the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, uh-huh. says the U.S. may soon follow Canada and recommend just two beers a week. How do you guys think that's going to go? Let me tell you what I'm not going to get involved in, in, uh, in, that, in that question right there. I, I have no idea. I've not seen the data. Uh, I cannot speak to this. Uh, I will leave it to the experts and not weigh so in. The experts say two beers a week. I, 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 I will leave it to the experts. I'm just not going to comment on that. Okay. These people can't not leave you alone. They must bother you. In every way. Now, somebody who hosts uh, the largest cigar and bourbon review radio show in the country. Um, I don't claim to be a medical expert of any kind. But what I know of this recommendation. But this whole place sucks. Is that this is nonsense. This is... Uh, I, I can't wait to see what their data is about why um, why only two. And, and two drinks? Two beers? What, 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 what are they referring to as drink? Two, gla- two glasses of wine a week? May I ask, uh, what about cultural uh, things and cultural happenings? 
And can I also ask, why are you doing this to us? Why is this something that's, that's, that's in your head? Why do you think you should be even having these conversations? Don't you think there's a moment you leave us alone? And the answer is no. They don't believe there's any moment you should be left alone at all. At all. I'm here to tell you, I am not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. But I'm here to tell you that you can consult with your doctor and you can enjoy bourbon as you guys see fit and you can say to these people, F these people, because that's all they deserve. I'm Tony Katz. So as many of you know, Ron DeSantis has agreed to a debate with Gavin Newsom. And you're like, this whole thing is weird, except I think it's it's smart for DeSantis. And I didn't think so at first. I've spent some time thinking about uh, the subject, and, and certainly it doesn't hurt Gavin Newsom in that if you understand that he is going to channel his inner Gore Vidal, uh, it's going to work out well for him as somebody who can be seen as young and and influential and maybe replace Joe Biden on the ticket. I'm one of the people who doesn't think Joe Biden will be replaced. I think it's too late. But Biden advisors are very unhappy that this debate is going to happen. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Because... This looks like a nice amplification of Gavin Newsom, not only over Kamala Harris for 2028, but over Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for 2024. You know, as well as I know, that Kamala Harris is not only not qualified she is also an embarrassment to the party (laughs) nobody has faith in her nobody believes she can do the job everyone knows that she is a fool a fool everybody gets it everybody knows it Gavin Newsom has failed California as the governor of California in a way that is kind of hard to hard to fathom the issues and the problems, the 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 the, the financial disaster, the the coming um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh I mean, they can't go bankrupt. States don't go bankrupt. But who's going to pay the bills as they descend further and further into madness? Into support of people who are there illegally. Into attacks on businesses. Pushing of of, of policies that do nothing for people's lives. It's just their way of saying, look how good and decent we are. I mean, that's, that's, that's what is. So I... I, I would have a hard time thinking that you're going to get 
Americans to rally behind to rally behind the idea of a governor Gavin Newsom. I think that's I think that's a hard one. But since you know that there is absolutely no one who looks at Joe Biden is like, ah, we're in good hands. We're in competent hands here. Everything's going to be okay. Since you know that's true, and you know that there are plenty of people looking for someone else, why shouldn't he be the guy? Honestly, why shouldn't he be the guy? The fact that he's incompetent, the fact that he has done tremendous damage to California, that's no reason for him not to run for president. That's not a reason at all. He's young and he's exciting and, and oh, he's so handsome or something like that. It makes sense that the Biden administration doesn't like it. But it's much more about the fact that um, it is, it's not just here and there. It is the recognized baseline that nobody believes Kamala Harris can do this job at all or in any way. They get it. They understand it. Joe Biden could have picked anyone. Anyone. He could have picked anybody to do the job. And he would have, an, in, in most cases, somewhat of an asset but certainly not an albatross around the neck. So I say bring on the debate. Let's see it happen. And why do I think it's good for DeSantis? Because it gives DeSantis a lane outside of the debates that get to show him in a leadership capacity. Now, uh, I know that the hurricanes are coming and, and I, they're to, to Florida, and I'm not going to get too over-involved in, in sharing uh, about them because we have other things we have to get to, and it's it's a hurricane. Um, but there's no doubt. I mean, there's this whole thing about he paused his campaign to, to deal with the hurricane. I don't like pausing anything. You're still running for president. Don't be silly. But you're, you got to make sure that everybody's prepared to go. When he handles this hurricane with a plum, and I certainly hope he does for the people of Florida and for himself and for everybody, I, I hope I hope it does get handled with, with a plum, and I hope the damage is, is minimal, if, if any. Um, there's just no doubt that it's good for him in a run for president. I, I mean, that's just, it's not taking advantage of a situation. He's the governor, he has a job to do. And, and so he's going to go do it. And, and certainly when you take a look at what happened with the storms that came and the rebuilding of bridges to Sanibel Island and other things, that got handled remarkably well. So well that the left doesn't even talk about it. That's how well it got handled. So that, so what's happening now, he has to be able to handle it. And I think that helps him. And then doing a one-on-one debate with Gavin Newsom elevates him. The question is, of course, as to what? Because Trump's so far ahead, it's nuts. It's nuts. One debate will not 
make DeSantis the leader of this primary. That's just not the way it's going to work. But it doesn't hurt. I'm Tony Katz. disaster requests from governors because of the extreme weather that they're experiencing. This is our new normal. This is the operational tempo that we find ourselves in. And we have to continue to invest in mitigation and resilience to help these communities reduce the impact from these storms so we don't have such complicated recoveries afterward. That was the FEMA administrator there speaking at the White House press uh, briefing. The storms, the fires. I mean, these are the people who still want to tell you that Maui was uh, was about climate change. Uh, it was not. It was not. Do I want to do it? Corinne Jean-Pierre is taking questions. Do I want to? You, you, you know I don't. You know you, you know it. I know it. We all know it. We don't. It's it's gonna it's gonna be very frustrating, but Peter Ducey's there, so it could also equally be very entertaining. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Just J- Tony Katz, by the way. Tony Katz today. Eight three three four six eight eight six six nine eight three three. Got Tony. Let's check it out. Leaders yesterday to thank them for the work that they have been doing uh, and how critical it is uh, right now for uh, for us to continue uh, to to fight for this battle. And one more quick thing. Uh, Kim Jong-un called uh, the leaders of the United States, South Korea, and Japan gang bosses and has said his military. All right. Yeah, I'm out. I tried. I tried. Uh, by the way, a quick uh, story uh, regarding uh, the uh, climate activists that, that are out there. Um, authorities in Greece have arrested 79 suspected arsonists for igniting wildfires. The amount of times I get asked about Canada, what happened to the Canadian wildfires? We don't hear about them anymore because things have not been blowing into the United States. But how did they happen? And there were reports right from the very beginning, right from the very beginning, about um, these burns, these, these these fires starting simultaneously, and how is that a remotely possible? It doesn't make any sense uh, that 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 could possibly be the case. I hear you. I 100% hear you. You are not alone in noticing some serious freaking weirdness. Can't prove it. But certainly when you see 79 suspected arsonists arrested for igniting wildfires, you see that, you know, this, this, this talk about um. Uh, you know, look what's happening to the climate. Look what's happening here. Look what's happening there. Well, what if it's not happening fast enough? What if it's not happening quickly enough and you need it to happen faster? Why would I put it past the climate activist who is a zealot and a freak? Said it, meant it, not apologizing to anyone for it. What if, in order to um, move their their messaging, they need more fires, like those people who need to prove that there's racism by tying a noose and leaving it on their own door? 
pretending to be attacked when they were never attacked? What, what about that? What about the possibility of that? It is not shocking nor surprising that there could be people so desperate to save the environment that they will do damage to really bring attention to something so finally something will be done about it. That's not out of the realm. That's absolutely believable because crazy people do crazy things. So when we take a look at Canada, no, I don't believe uh, that someone could say to me, well, it's just a, it's just a wildfire. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. Well, it's, it's just a, a freak thing that happened. I don't know. I don't know about that at all. Do you know how little of a conspiratorial guy I am? I don't have a conspiratorial bone in my body. But... I don't put anything past these climate freaks. I don't put anything past these environmental freaks. And they are. The same people who believe that human life is is, is a virus. Right? Uh, uh, on society. Yeah, these are the people I, uh, I keep an eye on. Uh, I had... Uh, I think I'm the only person who had tagged this, this small story. It's a small story about school lunches. I know I, I haven't even gotten into the whole Carlos Santana, Alice Cooper thing. Uh, I did address it on my morning show. I'll, I'll try and hit that tomorrow. No, it's a story about how school kids in eight states can now eat free school meals. And now they're pushing Congress. You've got these advocates pushing Congress for a nationwide policy of free school breakfasts all across the country. Minnesota, New Mexico, Colorado, Vermont, Michigan, and Massachusetts, following in the footsteps of California and Maine, breakfast and lunch will be free to all students, regardless of family income. Perhaps I'm the only person who looks at that and says, oh, that's a real problem. Other people say, great, making sure kids get a healthy breakfast. That's a great way to start the day. It's going to really, really help build uh, the health of, of this nation. Oh, and lunch, no kid will go hungry. This is fantastic. By schools supplying breakfast and lunch, what exactly does the parent supply? Yes, this is a conversation of trying to usurp parental responsibility by telling parents they don't have to have any responsibilities. It is wrong. I do not want kids to go hungry. This much is true. 
Uh, for the record, because I, I guess it has to be said, I am pro-kid. I like kids. I think they're funny. Sometimes I think they're cute. Sometimes. Mostly, I'm down with kids. I even like kids that are not my own. Which is, you know, saying a, a, a lot because I really, really do like my kids. But I don't believe that it is your responsibility to feed everybody else's kid. I believe it is a parent's responsibility to feed their kid. As a matter of fact, not only is it a responsibility, but it should be the utmost, the very top of the responsibilities once there's a roof. Once there's a roof overhead, feeding the kid should be a parental responsibility. And parents should take great pride in it. Not the what of the meal. You want to send your kid uh, to school with sushi for lunch? My God, feel free. Knock yourself out. Save a spicy tuna roll for me. What'd you think, you boo bear? You want to send them with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Go right ahead. Don't worry about some other kid's nut allergy. You do you. You as a parent providing for your child, engaged in that responsibility and fulfilling that responsibility, providing a purpose to your life and a connection with your child that you mean something to me, I will make sure that you are cared for to the very best of my ability. Now, maybe someone's ability will be better than mine. Maybe they'll have more money than me. But every single time I make you the sandwich, it's a reminder that I'm right here. I'm here for you. I take this responsibility seriously. I take it. I keep it. I do what I can. Sometimes parents fall on hard times sometimes there are issues and we should be supportive of ensuring that in those times we can help those kids and those parents but it's helping them to get to the place where they can get back on their feet so they can maintain the responsibility that they signed up for that isn't what the progressive believes the progressive wants to take this, uh, take away this very important part of humanity and says, don't worry, we got it covered. Less responsibilities for you. It isn't about less responsibilities. It is about removing purpose from the nuclear family. It is not about feeding the kid. It is about removing purpose from someone's life. My God, having kids is super easy. You get to do the fun part, if you know what I mean. I think I, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. You get to do, you get to do all the, all the fun parts. Yes, 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 yes. And then, and then, and then, you know, the government just takes care of the rest, right? You get to have the good time. Yes, yes, 
Yes! And the government's going to provide the, the, the baby formula. The government's going to provide the, the diapers. The government's going to feed the kid when the kid goes to college. Oh, you don't have to worry about a backpack. No, everybody will provide a backpack with, with, with notebooks and pens and pencils. Oh, they'll provide everything. And they'll be so proud of themselves. Look at our backpack drive. We did it with our local TV station. We did it with our local sports station. We really care about the youth of our community. What's the role of the parent? The role of the parent becomes obsolete. It is this. Yes! 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 And then it's done. This part? Yes! 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 That's the easy part. It's everything else. It's what comes next. It is reminding yourself every day, there is a reason I wake up. Right now, there is a guy who is going to a factory or coming home from a factory. And that guy does not want to go to a factory nor come home from a factory. He hates the factory. He hates where he works. And every day, he hates where he works. And every day he wakes up and watches his face and walks out the door to go to that place that he hates. Because he made a commitment and he's going to see it through. We call that being a man. And very often we hear the, the, the phrase or we, need, we hear the expression, where are all the men? We need more men in the world. Where have the men gone? Oh, they're there. Going to the job that they hate. It might not be a factory. It could be an office. It might not be an office. It could be a retail location. It might not be a retail location. It could be some travel job that they don't want to do. They're exhausted today. They don't want any part of this anymore. They would just like to take a break. But they've got responsibilities. And the truth is, the responsibilities to them are extremely important because it is their purpose. They see the responsibility they see the purpose as so valuable and so important that they are willing to suffer through the nonsense of a pathetic boss, somebody who might be mandating masks, somebody who, who wants to engage politically all day, but if you engage politically, you'll get fired. And they take a lot of crap and they don't get to do everything they enjoy. They aren't one of these people who gets to work a job they love. No, they love the people they provide for and see that as a moment of pride. So they wake up every morning and wash their face and go to it. This, this school lunch thing, school breakfast thing, is about taking away the responsibility of a parent. It's about taking away the connection of the parent. Because the truth is, one must hope, although I'm sure it doesn't happen in every case, that eventually the kid sees that their parent does this for them. That's certainly the hope. That they recognize, my gosh, look what they do for me. So I can have it one step better. Every time my mother makes that lunch or my father makes that lunch or there's food in the refrigerator so I can make that lunch, it's for me. Their connection to me, how important they think I am. And you might say to me, Tony, you're reading a lot into free breakfast. 
No. I'm not. I am reading exactly what happens when we cleave away the responsibility angle and the purpose angle of parenting in general. We are not a better society because we give away free breakfast. We are wrong because we give away free breakfast. We're not wrong for wanting to feed a kid who doesn't have any food. It's not wrong. It's never wrong. But it's also not the place of government. It's the place of the church. It's the place of charity. There's a place for it. And I encourage the giving to it. The government, the state government, the local government, the federal government, taking the replace, taking the place, trying to replace the parent. No thanks. And we should say no to this. I'm Tony Katz. keep wanting to go back to the White House briefing, but I know it's just gonna it's just gonna bring me heartache. I'm just gonna end up screaming. The supermoon, the blue supermoon won't happen again until 2037. What's going on? This will be so this is like August 30th. The moon will be closer than usual. 222,043 miles away. So it's going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit brighter. And because it's the second full moon in the month, it's referred to as a blue moon, as in once in a blue moon. So it will be a blue super moon, perhaps a super blue moon. In any case, it's going to look really cool. So there's that. This is Tony Katz today.